This is an exploration of the Bible, the wisdom of nature, and the traditions of Judaism to discover what sacred femininity and spirituality looks like. It's my mission to inspire and organize spiritual resources for women and support a community of those who strive to connect with the designs of our divine creator. I'm Chaya, and welcome to Neshot Hamayim's Bible study series, where I share my notes on the scripture at hand. You can read the section before, after, or during, like with movie commentary. Today's focus is Genesis chapters 1 through 6 up to verse 8, um, also known as Bereshit. So I have my notes organized in some larger sections and some points, and I'm largely just going to point out the things that I found interesting that fit in these different categories. I'm going off of the English translation. It's important to note that because sometimes there are things not exactly translated well in the English. Um, I'm a student of Hebrew, though my Hebrew is not good enough to uh, have too much commentary on the Hebrew. So I did want to note that somewhere and just be transparent. And in the future, I hope to go over these things again and in some way or another um, point out or correct whatever needs pointing out or correcting. So we have ways God communicated. One of the ways is by speaking. Seems fairly obvious, but it's important to point out. Um, And not just speaking, but speaking and therefore creating. Um, So my little sub point here is that words are meaningful, powerful, and even spiritual. Hashem also uh, communicated by seeing, by perceiving. Um, And it wasn't just a knowing, it was a literal observation um, that moves Hashem and ultimately pleases him. Next point is breathing, Um, not for the physical purpose that you and I breathe, but breathing um, a soul into existence. So um, the quote I have here is breathed into man's nostrils, the soul of life. I just find that very interesting. It also reminds me of wind air. Um, I feel like there's a correlation there a lot of the time with um, wind, air, uh, sort of space and um, souls and spirits. Next major section, Hashem's interest slash focus. So the first point I have here is Hashem is interested in offerings. This time it's Cain and Abel's specifically. Um, though attitude seems to be a higher priority over just an offering um, or even just the act of giving an offering. So I found that to be pretty interesting. And the second point of interest is blood. Uh, The quote I have is blood calls out. So blood is definitely a point of interest in future scripture as well. And here is the first time we see it specifically being mentioned as a point of focus. Next category is the tools of Hashem. Here we have the sun and the moon. The sun, I'm sorry, I didn't write down the full name of the sun, but I the variation for the sun is gadol in Hebrew, which is great or given authority, 
Um, it's the authoritative light. And for moon, it's katan, which is small. These luminaries um, serve as signs for festivals, days, and years. Um, they govern the day and night. And um, as something that might be pretty obvious is they're also part of nature. They're the tools used um, to determine the calendar itself, which is pretty pivotal for regular living. So the next section is blessing, um, as in blessings, as in good things. The first point I have here is rest. Hashem rests on the seventh day and um, rest in and of itself is a pretty big blessing, um, especially after running a marathon or working too hard or um, feeling sick or recovering from an injury or whatever. Um, rest is a pretty massive blessing in my opinion and if you're someone like me. Next point, um, we're not only condoned but commanded abundance and expansion. So it's this sort of, um, this commanded blessing of abundance and expansion. The third point, the first sort of command involves gardening slash work, um, multiplying and eating, which is great. The next section is woman specific points that I noticed. The first point is that women are described as a helper. Um, I know that's not so popular, but that's what it says. So I don't know what else to say about it. Next point, women, um, it seems to be in our nature to seek wisdom elsewhere. Um, and I think of things like, uh, like with astrology or even just self-help um, even seeking others' opinions. Um, that seems to be a little bit more of a woman thing. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. It's just kind of an interesting difference. Next point, Eve, and this is pretty, this is almost tongue-in-cheek, but Eve is entrusted with food. Um, Adam accepts the forbidden fruit without much question from Eve, at least as, what, as far as what is mentioned in scripture. And I just thought that was kind of funny. Maybe there's something to that, or maybe it's just a coincidence. So just wanted to uh, make sure to mention it. So amongst the curse of Eve, um, we have a few points that two of three, I almost have no idea what to, what else to say about them. Not that there really has to be something to say about everything, but I definitely don't know what to say. So the one part of the curse is um, there will be enmity between woman and serpent. I got nothing. The next point is woman will have a craving or a desire for her husband, but he will rule over her. And um, that one's an interesting one. And I can certainly have a fair bit of commentary on that, I guess. But... Um, I don't know that it would necessarily be founded in scripture itself. So I'll just leave it at that for now. The last point here is the childbearing in pain. So this is important to me. Um, I'm a midwifery student and, um, I've also had babies myself and I know, I know that childbirth doesn't necessarily have to be in pain. 
um, pain doesn't necessarily have to be a part of the childbirth experience is another way to put it. Um, so I scrutinize the word pain here, which is etsef, um, and it means labor, it could mean toil, it could mean grief, um, and it makes me think also of um, like going into battle. Labor, toil, and grief, if you think of it that way, um, it could mean more of childbirth is work. Uh, work doesn't necessarily have to mean pain, but it is work. Uh, it takes focus. It takes a lot of effort. And I think those things definitely fit childbirth more in a general sense than pain fits. So I don't agree with the translation being pain here. So I'm off my soapbox after that. Okay, general um, points of interest for this section. Uh, man and woman are created in the image of God, who is one. So man and woman together um, are made in the image of Hashem. It's not that man was made in the image of Hashem or woman is made in the image of Hashem. It's man and woman together, image of Hashem. Next point, humans are created and birthed out of the waters uh, of their mother, like all of creation is made out of the waters. And I love that point. I think it's so cool um, and very inspiring. So last point, Hashem gives us the opportunity to volunteer information, requests, um, communication. He doesn't just show up and say, I know everything. He invites relationship and opportunity for relationship and opportunity opportunity for communication. And um, I think that speaks to God's character. And I think it's really cool. That concludes my notes on Bereshit. So thank you for joining me and I'll see you next time.